When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week. From the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. On this week's episode, we'll check in with the latest foibles of the ever-amusing Justin Bieber, who took his beloved Selena Gomez on an out-of-state date that I wasn't so much I feel like I'm reading a nursery rhyme or something that will make everyone listening extremely envious I'm sure in other news Brad Pitt turned 54 on Monday which is the day we're recording so we'll discuss how we think he celebrated we'll also check in on Angelina Jolie who has some very exciting uh, developments on her own front I feel like we're doing it both ends of the spectrum by talking about Brad and Angelina and Justin and Selena it's like it's like the really running the gamut (laughs) of celebrity coupledom. But let's start with Bieber, right? So I was delighted by this news item over the weekend, which I think I sent you sort of immediately. It was a TMZ report about newly reunited Justin and Selena. There's like, this is, I think, the best reporting of 2017 in this this TMZ (laughs) item. Like the details they managed to obtain about this date. I'm so curious who their sources are that they managed to get such vivid descriptions of this date, which we will explain. It required a lot of travel, so it must be someone within Bieber's camp, I would imagine, who's, like, phoning in TMZ. Yeah, like, the live. Someone's, like, Instagram story accidentally was set to public or something. So it started, there was a, first there was a TMZ report just explaining that they were getting on a flight together out of L.A., heading up to Bellevue, Washington. Have you ever been? Have you been near there? I've never been to that area, so I have no knowledge of the geography. I have been there. It's right outside of Seattle. I believe that's where Ryan, my husband, actually went to high school. Wow. Wait, maybe Ryan was like, the Ryan's like English teacher was the source on this or something. <laughs> I know. I need to check in with him. Having been there, do you have any insight on what would draw them to the area? Because I just find it bizarre. Like, neither of them had a concert there. They don't have any... Well, it's a very pretty city, great people, but the, the curiosity, the real mystery here is when you find out where they went. Because right. Josh, Right. Why did they charter a plane to fly up to Seattle? <laughs> so I was expecting they they like, you know, hit up some sort of carnival or music festival or, you know. Like an acclaimed restaurant yeah, that exactly. they've been wanting to try. But no, they went, the, the second follow-up report explained that they went to the Sugar Factory in Bellevue, which they checked out the Chocolate Lounge within i don't know if that's a sub i was confused about the mechanics here if the chocolate lounge is a subset of the sugar factory have you been to a sugar factory before no i haven't but i'm going to text ryan right now to see if he has been i love that there's specifically a chocolate lounge lounge. like now i want to visit i mean that actually sounds kind of incredible but the chocolate lounge within the sugar factory is where maybe this is like washington's hottest spot who knows uh, we definitely need more insight into that. 
but they shared a 60 ounce drink called the ocean blue which is already like how are we getting these details i mean the imagery this conjures <laughs> it's just it's very compelling also i mean this is not a mathematics podcast so i apologize but 60 ounces is a crazy size for a drink right that seems like a lot of liquid. I, I think like a normal Starbucks is 16 ounces. So that's like a fishbowl of liquid, I would say. And it, it's non-alcoholic. Right. Okay. So then this is, I'm just reading now directly from TMZ. They ordered the virgin blend with two straws for sharing. No alcohol, but still gummy marshmallow sharks and dry ice for $34. Selena had to be impressed. <laughs> That's what TMZ says. That was not Josh's words. Gummy marshmallow sharks and dry ice for $34. I can't tell if this is a good deal or not. No alcohol? <laughs> okay, so Josh, say Justin Bieber you're going on a date. He's like, babe, I want to surprise you. He blindfolds you. He puts you on the jet. You've packed like an overnight bag. Yeah. You get off the jet. The town car pulls you up to this this candy store. What do you think? What's your reaction? I think I'm elated because I know that I'm probably going to have my photo on TMZ. <laughs> but I think I'm also confused uh, at the... Like, I, I think I would assume that it's a precursor to some even more. I know it's hard to imagine something more exciting than sharing an ocean blue with Justin Bieber. But what I would assume that there was like a second part to the date, right? I would assume it was like a fake out. Yeah, me too. I would be like, oh, this is a cute. I think I would give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm really getting into the the mindset here. I would give him the benefit of the doubt and assume that this was like a LOL, and then we would go to a super fancy restaurant after. You know what I mean? So it would be almost seen as adorable in retrospect. Right, right. What about you? What would you think? I would think it was a fake-out date. Like, right. I w my disappointment would fully register probably immediately upon pulling up. <laughs> And then hopefully he would have a backup option. I would like to point out after a quick little internet search that the chocolate lounge, there, are, as we thought, there are more chocolate lounges. For the sugar factory, you could go to the one in Las Vegas, which is also closer. Interesting. So basically, it's not, this is not, a, it's not like there's one chocolate lounge in, in Washington and they had to venture there to go to it. Interesting. So then this next detail kind of like throws a, like a wrench into the whole thing. When, I mean, as, as if there wasn't enough already evocative sort of description and imagery. And wait, if you go to the one in Las Vegas, there's a carousel. Oh my God. So not only did they go to a chocolate lounge, they went to like the subpar the chocolate lounge. One. I know. It's not even like they went to the ultimate of the sugar factory chocolate lounge options. They went to the kind of like bare bones one. Okay, we're told that they were holding hands. We're still in the lounge. They're sharing this giant blue drink and laser focused on each other. Justin only broke away briefly when buttons by the pussycat dolls came on. Like this is like, this is direct. This isn't like a tongue in cheek onion thing. This is like literally the reporting. And also like, I'm pretty sure Selena didn't even notice that that was the moment that he pulled away. It's weird. It's like... He well, Justin was like wired or something. There was some kind of yeah. It's like it's like a Homeland style sting, and someone was watching in the car. Like who was able to ascertain that he only broke away his gaze during one Pussycat doll song? I know it was like TMZ was in a van outside surveilling the state. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know what's worse to like that there was that the Pussycat Doll song is what broke his gaze, or <laughs> that someone knows that information. <laughs> like that's like a doubly kind of complicated observation. But I also feel like, how do they know? I don't know. I, I, as ever, I'm always so curious about how they're getting their intel more than even what they're describing. But in this case, what they're describing is almost as good. Right. Are there any photos of this? No, no, which is which is also interesting. So whoever this was had eyes enough to know what the exact song was he turned for, but couldn't get like a covert photo from underneath a table behind some, you know, fast food bag. And then there is one video, though, of Selena. It's a three second video. I don't know if you saw it's in the TMZ post. But someone just kind of got a really quick, you imagine they just had their phone right up to their chest and kind of just tried to quickly get a video and she wasn't going to be able to notice. And it's just like three seconds of her walking through, I guess, the sugar factory. But you don't see Justin. I mean, is this, is this press for the sugar factory? Do you think that somehow they paid for them to come? Right. But who needs that much money from either one of them? I mean, they've got me interested. Right now, I'm looking up. <laughs> right now, Julie and I are doing a joint package in February for Valentine's Day. Someone reviewed the Ocean Blue Goblet. Which What'd they what say? Wait, this is amazing. What'd they say? I ordered this cool looking drink called the Ocean Blue Goblet, which is a mix of Hypnotique, Blueberry Schnapps, Stoli Blueberry Vodka, and Bacardi Raz. So without the alcoholic components, what is even in there? (laughs) Also, they put about five gummy sharks swimming on the top of the drink. To make it even cooler, it has dry ice in it to really give it that wow factor. So not only did it look cool, but it was delicious. The word cool has never been used so generously. That is wild, though, if you think about it. With no alcohol, that's basically just like blue sugar water, right? Right. I, don't, I mean, I don't also the it. clientele, the ocean blue looks like the beautiful blue ocean, tastes like <laughs> tastes like hypnotique and comes garnished with gummy sharks. What more is there to say except it was amazing? <laughs> Who wrote that? Like the sugar factory's like heiress I mean, this is or probably something? probably just this is probably Justin Bieber's Yelp alias. Oh my he God. continues. I love candy and I love booze in the bar at the Sugar fa- Sugar Factory serves both together at the same time in giant goblets with dry ice. It is just boozy candy or candy booze, whatever. It is a dream come true. Oh my god. It's so ju- it's this is very to me on brand for them this though. This is so on Yeah, brand. like it, it it if it makes sense in a strange way. I don't it seems like such a middle school date. I feel like even when mm, I was a freshman mm, in high school yeah. I kind of aged out of this. Yeah, that's like there's something to me the fact that these people have all the money in the world, they could literally charter a jet to bring them to uh you know, the Sydney Great Barrier Reef. I don't know why that came to mind first. But they could go anywhere they would want to go. And it's just, it's almost charming in a way that they pick this, no? It is charming. I heard someone once say that the age that a celebrity becomes famous, they stop maturing at that Mm. age because they're like coddled in this weird environment. Everybody's catering to them. So it's almost like they're frozen in stone, amber-wise, at that age, which I feel like makes a lot of sense for Justin and the state scenario. Yeah, that's actually, when you just said that, it completely, that completely resonates with me. I feel like that's true of these two. Like, so, because they're both what? And they're early teen years when they became mega famous disney stars but i, I do love that they chartered a jet specifically to go here <laughs> well there and there has to be another layer which maybe we'll never find out 
about why they went there, right? Or do we think it's literally just for the ocean blue at the chocolate lounge within the sugar factory? There's so many layers to this uh, <laughs> date. It's like, we'll be unraveling it on the next, like, you know. On next week's episode, yeah. we'll have the woman who served this the ocean goblet. To them. There's nothing I would love more for, like, our special holiday episode. We had all the people, like, the person who served Jay-Z Sushi at Sushi Park, the person. I feel like we've had so many of these kind of, like, restaurant scenarios. Then as a little aside, and it's too bad they didn't use this to get to the date, Justin also made headlines this weekend for a similarly odd reason. He gave his car... This sounds like a Mad Libs headline, honestly. He gave his car a Christmas makeover, um, which is as uh, like not, un, hard, hard to understand as it sounds. Basically... He did an Instagram story where he said that people like had been complaining he wasn't in the Christmas spirit. Like, who's been complaining that? Is this? <laughs> have you? I don't know if we anyone else has heard the protesting alarms, but I have not. Um, but in order to show that that's not the case and he is in fact feeling the Christmas spirit, he showed off his Mercedes Benz G Class wagon with it's like kind of I don't even know how to describe it, Julie. It looks like what overlaid with images of santa claus and christmas trees there's like a polar bear family on there the whole car is just covered in these decals it's confusing (laughs) i'm trying to pull up the photo of it i wouldn't say it's sort of aesthetically pleasing oh my gosh (laughs) wow he went for it it's like you know when you you see a car that's skinned in some sort of ad yeah skinned in this like christmas animated cartoon with like a penguin and a santa hat a couple polar bears a north pole sign and there's also a bow on it like a painted on bow but he still kept all of his like tupac window (laughs) stickers on there so don't worry those are still there and people have some good fact checking here because they're pointing out it isn't clear (laughs) what people reporter was put on this assignment it isn't clear if the car is actually Bieber's vehicle, but he has been seen driving a similar G-Class. So there you go. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let that sit with everybody for a few minutes. I mean, I don't get, is he hoping to bring holiday cheer to people on the street? Is this holiday cheer for the car specifically? Yeah, like what What would you, all right, I have two questions. Would you drive this car or would you feel too horrified to get in it? I wouldn't drive it actively, but I would be a passenger oh. in a Justin Bieber I like chauffeured how, car. I like how you're willing to get it. You're willing to like hitch a ride with Bieber, but you're not going to take the reins yourself. I kind of, I, I approve. I'm not going to place any ownership over that. What about you? Yeah, I think I agree. I also like can't. I mean, it's hard to imagine this being on the roads. I feel like it would be a sort of like there'd be like accidents in its wake, you know, like people trying to like grab a photo or to understand what's happening with it. It looks like a it looks um. I wouldn't go that far because there are a lot of cars like people really get with the reindeer antlers and the reindeer nose, at least I've seen. Oh, really? I didn't I didn't know Christmas cars. I mean, maybe in New York, maybe that's an L.A. thing. Yeah, if there was some sort of, like, light-up factor, then maybe I would try to snap a picture. Yeah. I like how this isn't even quite Christmassy enough for you to bother taking a photo of it. It's, like, pretty It's pretty out there, but, like, eh, Julie's not going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> like, get, get her the light-up uh, wreath or whatever. Also, I, I sort of feel like 
There needs to be people. This people reporter needs to stay on this case. I don't think this is actually his car. That's my little conspiracy theory. The only reason I do think it might be his car is because it looks like a custom paint job, which I believe is very expensive. Oh, interesting. God, we also need like a we need an auto mechanic on this. On next week's episode, but what's he going to do once Christmas is over? Yeah, great. Good point. Then what do you do? You paint over it? (laughs) Has Ryan ever done something like this with one of his cars? I mean, maybe if he could afford to do it, but I think it's very, very expensive. Yeah. And this seems like one of the, you know, when people would get, I don't know why it's making me think of this, but did you have braces when you were a kid? And then you would get like red and green you know, whatever you call those things, not the dividers. Oh, I would see, I got them too late and I never wanted to draw any additional <laughs> attention to. But it kind of reminds me of that because it's like, this is only going to be relevant for a few weeks. And then what? You don't want to be driving around with Christmas decals. But I appreciate the, I don't know, the, the amu- amusement he's gleaning from it. If he's happy, right? If he's happy, we're happy. Well, let's move on to the polar opposite. Ooh, and I like that. That was like a subtle polar bear reference, too. Right, or North Pole. Yeah. So I think it's about time we check in with Angelina Jolie. We haven't checked in with them for a while. It seems especially timely, given that it's Brad Pitt's 54th birthday today. And it's amazing to me that we know where, you know, Justin Bieber took Selena in Seattle and we know how he customized his car, but we have no idea what Brad is doing on his birthday today. To celebrate, People Magazine posted a photo of him with his fly unbuttoned. Like of all the photos they could have posted, I don't know why. Like a, like a, a, re- a recent one or just randomly pulled it from the archives? It looked recent. I guess maybe that was the rationale. That seems kind of rude, no? It does seem a little bit rude. We do know, however, that we know how Angie and the kids spent their weekend. They were actually in New York. And Josh, on Friday night, they were at your spot, Cipriani. That's interesting. I wish I had known. I know. You would have been there. You probably took the Friday off. And is is this where she wore those black gloves? Yes. yes i love that you saw the photo of her in the black gloves they were there for the 2017 un correspondence association awards hmm. i wonder what they give out awards for among un correspondents did she win one or no or is it, is it or is she not up for content is that not i guess she's not a correspondent well, i don't know are there nominees? i don't know is she gosh we're really she, we're very well versed in this area <laughs> According to People, despite the near-freezing temperature, Julie wore a strapless black and white gown and long black gloves, a look that brings to mind the golden age of Hollywood. That's such a dramatic look. Can you imagine the other people at the UN Correspondents Association Awards? No one else is wearing a strapless ball gown, let alone gloves. I also love the comparison to the golden age of Hollywood. (laughs) Like, is that, I guess that's true. Gloves are kind of golden agey. As her dates, it says she was photographed outside with her son's Pax 14 and Knox 9, who wore black suits, and 12-year-old daughter Zahara, who wore a black top and matching pants, and her 11-year-old sister Shiloh, who sported a black tux. And where were, so, is it, so we're, kids, we're missing we two, right? Yeah, we just don't know. Interesting. I always wonder if these things are, like, fun for the kids, you know? 
It just sort of feels like that. That's if you're a nine and you're going to a black tie Cipriani event. I don't know. <laughs> no nine year old wants <laughs> to spend their Friday night at Cipriani. Yeah, that's. I think that's safe to say. So that we don't know that what Brad. Oh right, we don't know what Brad was doing this weekend. I guess maybe the other kids were with Brad. Yeah, maybe right. they were at the sugar factory. They also flew in. Yeah, Justin sent them an invite via text on Saturday the next day. Angie took the kids to see Star Wars. She was not wearing long black gloves, but I feel like she was kind of in your hood. Josh, did you see Star Wars this weekend? No, I did not. Did you? I have no interest in seeing it, but if Angie invited you, would you go? Oh, yeah. And I would like have to watch, I think, the previous, the couple that I missed in advance so that I would have, Just something, in case. have something to quip to her after. Yeah. Oh, my um, gosh. You would have little conversation points about the characters on no cards. I'd be ready. I see her as the type to not want to talk during a movie, though, you know? Like, I think she, like, I feel like you don't interrupt her during a movie, but then after you can say stuff to her. Right. You do not want to. Yeah. I feel like you don't tap her on the shoulder in the middle to, like, whisper a joke. But I bet they're a fun group to go to the movies with. I bet they get, like, really good concession. Agreed. And also, but do they rent out the theater or no? I don't think so. So people just go into the theater and they're there. It's just kind of wild, no? Imagine if you're sitting in front of them at Star Wars. I know, but all the kids looked really normal. They had like their hoodies on, but Angie was wearing like head to toe whites and like <laughs> black dominatrix boots with four inch heels. And just your casual movie going footwear. That's what I wear to the movies as well. <laughs> For the Star Wars <laughs> men. <laughs> I could see I could see it being like no, I guess that's not true. I, could, I, was, I was imagining they would all sit down and the seas would part kind of and no one would sit around them to give them their space. But that's probably not how it played out because I'm sure it was a crowded theater. Right. Just the crowd would all of a sudden part ways. Ways, yeah. Wait, I'm, we need to talk about this Drake Instagram also. This is the best Angelina Jolie news item. Probably of the year, I'd say. A few weeks ago, Drake posted an Instagram of himself at an at a two-person table that looks as though it had been set for a romantic dinner for two. He was sitting next to an empty chair. All he captioned the photo was, stood me up. And then he tagged the empty chair, like right in the center of the empty chair, Angelina Jolie official. So this is, I believe the kids call it thirsty as an adjective. It seems like kind of a thirsty thing to Instagram, right? Because he has not at all been associated with Angelina Jolie. I could say with almost certainty that he was not stood up by Angelina Jolie. But it's created all these news lines, everybody, you know, kind of shipping them as a couple. I guess that's his way to kind of indirectly seek contact with her. Right. Definitely is going to get her attention, right? Though I also feel like she doesn't use, she doesn't like know what the internet is slash have like understanding of technology or social media. So maybe she doesn't know. That's why the next development to this Drake Angie story is even better. Okay. The source is very sketchy, but the story is so good, true or false, that we have to read it. Yeah. Recently, a source told Hollywood Life that the kids of Angelina Jolie, particularly Pax and Maddox, have been begging their mother to connect with Drake and meet up with him. The kids think it would be the coolest thing ever if J- Angie would date the rapper. They are reportedly crazy about the singer's music, and Maddox even changed his mom's cell phone ringtone to Hotline Bling. 
Also, there's one more sentence that's great. It is said that the actress doesn't even know Drake. <laughs> and she only learned about the rapper's post through Pax. Who must be on Instagram or something. I mean, must be on Instagram. I feel like I don't know what, where, I, I don't have much to uh, use as rationale for this, but at the, I think I saw this a few days ago and thought it was kind of strange. Now I kind of think it could be fun. I want Angelina to date someone unexpected. And don't you feel like they would be sort of, I feel like they would lean into kind of the the interest in them. Like, I think we would end up like seeing them on outings and, you know, they wouldn't be like uber private. Right. I think Drake would be a great stepfather. My only skepticism. Yeah, agreed. He would be a good stepfather. My only skepticism is the fact that as the child of divorced parents, it seems a little fast to already be wanting your parent to move on. But I guess if Drake were an option, like who knows, that would have been 15 year old me (laughs) (laughs) shipping my mom and Drake. I can't say I fully, they seem like uh, they're just in such different famous realms of fame, you know? Like, I, it is, it doesn't strike me as crazy that, I feel like either, neither of them would know the other. Like, it is kind of, like, when would they ever have crossed paths, you know? Right, and also is Drake willing to be, like, the plus one to her, like, UN Correspondence Association Awards? I just can't see him on that scene. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I mean, I also feel like his two most high-profile exes, Rihanna, uh, Serena Williams, there's someone else I was just thinking of too, who both, Serena just got married, Rihanna's in a serious relationship. I feel like, you know, he's ready. I think he's like ready to make a bold move. Well, he gave an interview earlier, or in November, because I guess he has an, a, a song that's in some sort of awards contention. So he gave this long, insane interview to The Hollywood Reporter, in which he confessed, like, he wouldn't speak about his love life. The only thing he said on the subject was that he's been collecting Birkin bags, quote-unquote, for the woman I end up with. <laughs> so he has some, like, security locker full of just Birkin bags. So Angelina's about to get a ton of Birkin bags. But it's also weird that he didn't tag, because Angelina Jolie's not on Instagram, and I'm looking at what he tagged, Angelina Jolie official, it's just a weird fan account. I know, but this must be his like weird passive-aggressive way of asking her out. I am going to go on a limb here and say that this is almost a turn-off, this mode mm. of the invite, non-invite invite is like a turn-off for Angie. I feel like she just goes after what she wants. She wouldn't waste time on social media. Yeah, I feel like she, like someone probably someone's going to explain this to her, whether it be if the PAX thing is true or someone else, and she's just going to be like, what? She would just, like, summon Drake's phone number, like, beautiful mind style in her head. Yeah, exactly. Just call him. I feel like she doesn't even need... Yeah, exactly. I feel like she just says, like, whispers a name and, it, like, the phone calls it. And that's how, like, her life works. <laughs> right. And she thinks of Drake and the phone rings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm into this. I'm into this. Not to be too, you know, us weekly pitting people against each other or anything, but do you think it's a coincidence or not that she had such a public profile on Brad Pitt's birthday weekend? Ooh, that is really good. I I don't think it's a coincidence. I didn't think about it, but now that you bring it up. Yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence either. 
but we don't know. I guess we don't really know how much he's in there. Like, I, mean, I think all the reports act like he's on good terms with the kids and her, right? No? Oh, my gosh, Josh. We could have hosted some sort of awards extravaganza like Saturday night at Cipriani. And I feel like there would be a good chance she, she would have come. There were, <laughs> I know. Switched out the gloves for a different color. I would, I know, I really do feel like there was, she was looking for some events this weekend. Like, if she didn't want to be seen, she could have worn a different coat to the movie theater. They mm-hmm. could have gone to one with underground parking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's what I'm saying. Oh my gosh, Josh, the Angie skeptic. You know, I can relate to it as a behavior. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, you know, sometimes if it's someone, uh, uh, like, I think some people do stuff like this to, you know, rile up their, you know, anyone in their life. Well, I am all for the Drake Angelina Jolie fan fiction, especially around Christmas time. Like, one of those Hallmark movies where Pax just, like, sets them up, tells them to be at a the same place. place at the same time. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, mom, you're, we're going to this great lecture on, you know, international politics. And then right. Angelina <laughs> thought she was going to meet some, like, you know, famed activist. Yeah, like a, dig- a dignitary Drake. from a different country. And then it's like Drake. And she has no idea who Drake is. She just... <laughs> She's like, all right. She, like, assumes he is the dig... That's how, that's how the rom-com plays out. Then Drake pretends to be, like, a UN ambassador or something. I know. I feel like Shiloh or Pax can parent trap can this, this situation. <laughs> I'm going to be excited for more updates on that. And I hope that something comes of it. If Angelina wants it to. Should we just briefly... Do you want to talk about the royal... Christmas, Christmas card. No. Yeah, I mean, I think we both. I think we both. I don't know what your reaction was that they released this morning, uh, the Kate and Williams Christmas card, and it's very color coordinated. It to me, it looks like it's almost photoshopped. Like Kate is some sort of hologram. Like yeah, Kate actually, there. It's also a little bit. It's obviously shot like in a studio. I feel like sometimes they do ones that are a little more naturalistic (laughs) uh right this is very formal yeah and they're kind of they all have the same blue aesthetic going on it's a weird photo of george or i don't know everyone it's a little off to me everybody's in cocktail party attire and i would just love if josh and i (laughs) sent out a christmas card that was also us because i feel like nobody's that formal it's very formal uh charlotte looks adorable George is sort of like an odd posture leg thing happening. He's kind of leaning back on William. Yeah. Kate looks, you know, great. But it definitely was taken, you know, a, a few months ago because you can see that she's not pregnant. And you know Megan wants to release a photo, <laughs> a holiday card. Well, she's I like, was is wondering, is, is, are Megan and Harry going to do their own? That's what I was about to ask you. And I find that con- I find that confusing. I hope so. Because she, Charles and Camilla released one today, too. And I, I think it's very sweet that they release a card. They probably have to because of the palace, but I just feel like no one cares. <laughs> like, yeah. I saw that headline and I didn't click on it. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it wouldn't be weird for, I mean, maybe it would be weird. I kind of feel like Harry and Meghan should have been in this one with Kate and William and co. Oh my gosh, you know Meghan is the person who sends out that letter, especially this year, of everything she's done over the past year. And her letter this year is going to be like a novel. One to remember. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know she sends out Christmas cards. That's like the, I feel like the TIG, the foundations of the TIG could not be more aligned with that. But I don't know. 
I don't really know why this... I also kind of wish it had a little more Christmas spirit to it or something. Right. That's what I hope for this holiday season is more royal photo ops. I hope we get some good ones of Charlotte and George going to church. Yeah. And, you know, Harry and Meghan are obviously going to be accompanying them. So it's going to be in a very interesting photo op situation because I think it's like likely we'll get a photo of all four the, the Kate, William, Harry, Meghan together, which would be the first time that's ever happened. So there's a lot to look forward to this Christmas. Right. Stay tuned to our body language analysis should those photos come. All right. Well, I think that does it for this week's episode of In the Limelight. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Please remember to check us out, rate, review, etc. on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. Also, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight to further discuss any of these subjects. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm at Jay Duboff. Uh, we're also on Instagram at In the Limelight Pod. Uh, this episode was edited and produced by Jordan Bell. Thanks to Andy Bowers at Panoply. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week. Until then, no, no bad, bad energy. energy.